1: Welcome along to the Wiseman's Here podcast, where myself, Stephen Goldsmith, is with Gareth Barker and Michael Luff. Chaps, just give me a grunt. Uh. Yeah, that'll do. We are here tonight to discuss some of the certainties of life. That Lee Catamol still gets booked for his first mistimed tackle in a football match. Our superhero goalkeeper saves penalties. Chris Maguire has a jar of hearts that he adds to, adds to after to every game. Josh Madger is a goal-scoring supreme. And Sunderland are as unlikely to finish the game with 11 men as they are to keep a clean sheet. Is that the podcast done? that just, it it it's just a summary there, isn't it, of the Let's game?
2: end it now. Well, your podcast notes so just take note of the entire podcast, so...
1: Well, it's a good little summary, I think. Fresh from your jolly-up in Bradford stroke, Leeds, well. lads. I wouldn't say
2: I was fresh, mind. N- <laughs> well, that's why I was asking if you were fresh. What was a favourite part of the... The weekend, probably the you. abuse we took coming out of the ground off some Bradford fans or some absolute corkers okay. as we were we walking along. I mean, fair enough. How like, did I was, they know you were
1: Sunderland fans? Were you letting
2: your mouth go uh, to an extent? To I, an extent, okay. I, um, but yeah, we, we missed
3: it because we, we got split up and we missed this. It's a shame because there was some sound like <laughs> some outstanding insult in there, so
2: yeah, but well, it was, was some prime cut beef like as we were walking along. Um, my favorite insult of a lot was a uh, quite a scrawny Bradford fan from across the street who had previously been mouthing off at us he just turned around and goes, yeah, but Newcastle's a better night out than Sunderland and like, yeah. walked off as if he just made like the best like kind of put-down like, he'd ever come, come is, up it with. It, it, it is an insult
3: we've all heard before. He was probably a mag, wasn't he? I mean, he was at the game. Yeah. So.
2: And, and there was another one who went on a bizarre little rant about our parachute payments and how we should beat Bradford <laughs> because we have parachute payments. Mm. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it was just very bizarre, to be honest with you. Matthews was surely the best of the insults. Oh, I and someone... Because, of course, anyone who's seen what Matthew looks like, he... Has a little bit of an image and someone just shouted... Like, like, a, like a mod image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone just shouted down shout from across the street. He was just like, yeah, and you can pipe down as well, Liam Gallagher. <laughs> with, <laughs> Again. Your, what, what, was it with your tights on? Was uh, like, with your tights on, that was... Yeah. Because because he wasn't wearing He was
1: wearing, wearing skinny jeans, though, I guess. Jeans. 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 Skinny jeans. jeans. That kind of look. He likes yeah, that kind yeah, of he look,
3: does. he? He's got a strong look, Matthew, to be fair.
1: Mm. So you have a good night out in Leeds. Yeah, well, you should have so said, yeah. when that guy <clears> said here, you, well, Newcastle's a better night out than Sunderland, you should have said, well, Leeds is a better night out than Bradford, and that's where we're going tonight. Yeah. I was and going to say at least we've got trump, a night out. You top
3: trump, no, the um, the I don't think people are probably that bothered about our night out in Leeds, are they? No, no. P- I was not asking you to now. like
1: really expand on it or anything no, like that. I don't good, want to huh? start getting criticised for, for did, yeah. going down a rabbit hole of, uh, of nights out in no, Leeds and stuff good. like that. But just good generally. Did yeah. some yeah. drinking okay. and that. One. It was, it was good. a good away trip as well. I, I really enjoyed no, the, was, the game. It's, it's you know it's nice good
3: when you're winning in it. Yeah, you know when you you're feeling confident now that when you you put. Sunderland into your calendar is I mean obviously I, I go a couple of ways a season making you go more than me Um and you know people like Matthew and, and Rory you know go to a lot Craig and that but it, before people are booking to go away from home spending plenty of the cash expecting to lose a game and now you know it's a little bit more you, you feel as though you can book that trip mm. and Build something around it and think, you know, I'm going to make a weekend of it? Or might, you know, if we come out with the likelihoods, we're going to be happy after the game instead of well, you know, I mean, miserable.
1: It's unprecedented, this, I, I'm guessing. But perhaps if we finish in one of the top two spots, we can just ask to stay in the division <laughs> next year and just continue to have a good old time of things.
3: Nah, just go into the championship. I'm, I'm guessing nobody's ever done that. that before. Get into the championship. Head Ring down, excite. He, head down. Excite the the fans and win the championship. <laughs>
1: well, I'll tell you who was exciting the fans at the weekend, and that's Lee Catamall. Good old cuts. Well, like, back, you know, the good back thing, to being Mister Popular. We the good, the we good. never doubted you, and we've always had your back here, mind, Lee. And well, you can you can go back through the audio for proof of that.
3: To be fair, I would say that we did say it might be best if he does leave. Yeah,
1: but we ne- we never suggested that he was a bad uh, apple in yeah, the dressing room or, whatever, or yeah. he was. Um, you know, I, honestly, it's something we've went on about before. So we're not going to go on about it. But I, I think, think we should go on about it. You, you, well, you just think, in sh- shame it. on you though, if you have blamed shame, him. Shame but it's right me. though. People blaming him for the attitude of other players because what? Well, because he's been here the whole time. He'd have been as disappointed as, as us with the attitude of some well, of. there was players. a
3: great interview in there with Phil Smith in the Echo today um, about that, and it sounds you know that it was a bit more in depth than you'd normally hear. Um, and interesting comments from Jack Ross as well, and around that whole situation. So, if you get the chance, definitely if you haven't seen mm-hmm. it already, I'm sure you you have. But get get onto there and have a look at it. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> he's enjoying himself, and he and I think that's you can see they are enjoying themselves and the work and you know flat out in every game to get a result. Didn't think we had to be, you know, we've definitely played better football than we did on Saturday, but it was great to get out of a game like that with the three points Mm.
1: I as happy as I am and I I think we we defended uh, you know much better than we have been doing and we we really knuckled down to make sure we we came home with the three points didn't we Mm -hmm. I put a lot of this down to Bradford's poor quality personally they're the worst team we've played this season in my opinion they didn't
3: create anything in the first half did they? even
1: the the second half it wasn't even I I was reading a piece where I was saying Sunderland um, defended you know resolutely against the, the balls into the box um, and I know I've, I've criticised the way they defend balls in the box I think I, I meant more set pieces which we considered a goal from another set piece because it was a long, long throw, throw wasn't yeah. it? it but was there weren't they weren't even clever balls in the box from Bradford they were just hoofs and hope they would hoof the ball up and hope something would fall for yeah, them they, they're comfortably I wasn't at the Rochdale game the games I've been in this season they're comfortably the worst team we've played and that helped us but it sounds like I'm being negative and taking something away from the lads but the, goal, the, the,
3: the goal was almost identical to the Luton one wasn't yeah. it Totally um you know the lads got free the back the finish was <laughs> almost from exactly the same place and went exactly the same place in the goal um you know they'll be frustrated that they won that second header from the throw in and then the flick on and then they're in trouble so obviously somebody's gone to, I think it might have been McGee who's gone to sleep because uh, he's completely free um but you know the the you were saying just before they scored, like this, these were terrible. We can't, we can't.
1: Did let anyone these... else think they were too complacent in the first half? I because at, too at times I, for... I thought well, bordering on complacency. At, at times, as good as Maguire was, second half, Maguire and McGeady in particular, just the amount of time they were taking on the ball almost had a pre-season feel to it because they they seemed to know or be aware of the gulf in class between the two sides because we were far better than them and it was almost like,
2: you know, this is a bit too easy and I just, yeah. we, I wanted them to quick, to speed it up a little bit move the ball a little bit quicker I'll tell you what was quite telling, I'm sure you two agree I wasn't that in, um, infused about like, the way we passed the ball on Saturday I mean, we weren't bad but our ball retention wasn't what it could have been I was speaking to a Bradford fan after the game, like not a one I was beefing with, like a nice Bradford fan. Yeah. And the um and he said, oh he said he was he said, "Oh yeah, you like you keep the ball really well Sunderland." And, and I thought, "Well, if like, that's mm-hmm. if that's keeping the ball really well, then you must have seen some like real like hoofball merchants like so far this mm-hmm. season." Like oh, Well,
3: not just this season, but multiple seasons, you know. I
1: don't think it's any de- it's in any doubt that the quality of our squad compared to the others you go back to the the Jack Baldwin comments about it, how he's had to step it up in training and that's Peterborough Side who are, you know have been leading the way uh, a lot this season our squad's going to have to help us out here now because of Max Power's antics. Thoughts on that? I and mean, I don't know if people haven't seen the the incident. He gave away penalty, he Received a red card um, after the ball had moved away from that phase of play. He'd obviously been pushed over, and he didn't like it, and he, he lashed a kick out in right, the direction on, of the player. If you watch, yeah, the, right. if you watch so, the footage, but he let and he lashed a kick, sort of fresh air, almost like Beckham in '98 esque, yeah. but with a little bit more intent because he um, he didn't make contact, but he, he lashed. The intent was there. It's you know you, you can't. I think Jack Ross nailed it at the end when he said, you know, yes, you know, is it really worthy of a red card if, you, if you're going to be. Um, apply in common sense you'll probably say no but you, it's going to be hard
2: you can't argue with intent there's no way that's going to get overturned No, I mean the most frustrating aspect of it was the fact that a penalty was awarded because for me like it's violent conduct but I don't see how it's an infringement because like, you see the a ball's a completely brand new phase of play like 30 yards from goal when he lashes out at them, so therefore how is it Like,
1: are we clear I meant to look and see if this was we are talking about this
2: right before I,
1: I said that at the time I said I don't know I was give a penalty for that
2: The I was thinking
3: about this thing and if say a keeper clears a ball from his own penalty area and then afterwards decide the forwards close them down afterwards he decides to have a kick at the forward or punch the forward and someone sees it, they're not gonna bring it back and give a penalty, are they?
1: Probably not. No, they're not. I don't there. know if I know if that's ever happened. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I, yeah,
3: yeah. they're not though, are they? Mm. You know the ball the ball's away from the area. I mean it, it, it does feel a little bit it was a beefcake ref again this this week so I was a little bit disappointed in his performance because I'm a fan of the beefcake ref and, and
1: back to that Catamore thing that was you know starting with that that was really disappointing that wasn't it because he wasn't initially when made Mo, well, the, the, the most league, annoying
3: thing about that was the Maggio one after when he's he's got past him down the line mm. he's going into the box the he end, pull, end. pulled him back and he didn't give any
1: didn't give a, Did a, a the no, he seemed to let it go and he was like yeah 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 alright yeah, and then their fans and players piped up and then he decided he would bring out the yellow card. After all, it is. It's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? it? It's its the first mistimed tackle. I was few, honestly, it's the most fuming I've ever been in a match for ages. I was more fuming than that than that red card at the time because I was so angry that it's like, you know, he's got so long of the game to play. And, you know, it, it's just one rule for him
2: another rule for everybody else. He
3: could have gone at the end as well because he put his head in to that scanner. You know, and he could have got that second yellow. Um, but the
2: ref bought that as well, though, so he should have sent two of our players off
3: yeah it was uh, the lad who yeah he went out grabbed around the scruff of the neck, didn't he um i mean the the most annoying thing about when you look at the the power thing in retrospect um and it sounds like what battery and it is, but the free kick we get to the sec for the second goal how is that not a red card? It's unbelievable, like he's gone down over the ball covering the ball, and yet... You know, he could have given. I guess you know he's been fouled, so he's all right. But he's kind of covering the ball with his body, and he's just and Kick. He's just kicked him. He's just kicked him, and he's on the floor, belted him, and it was worse than Powers. But he didn't even get a yellow card. So you mm-hmm. don't get anything. Um, they just seem there. You know, when I mean, we were looking at the at the referee statistics, and he's on. I think he only really started doing league games last year. <laughs> Um you know, 'cause he's you know, in the last few years he's been doing sort of Premier League two, under 23s is whatever you want to call it and um sort of check trade games or whatever, um, non league games. He's done like uh noticed he'd done a, a league uh, what do you call it, National League playoff final. Um but it is interesting looking at things like that and going, Well especially referees who are refereeing at the Stadium of Light who maybe haven't Refereed lots of top level games. It's a top level atmosphere, isn't it? It's a top. It's a top level ground. There's thirty odd thousand people there. You know the atmosphere is different. The ref when you're refereeing down at, you know, at Stanley or Wimbledon or, or wherever every week, um, and it does feel as though, you know maybe they're just getting caught up in it as as much as we are as well because we are getting caught up in things and, and getting getting punished for it. Does it
1: seem like enough of old players are down there? fighting our cause and you know we used to love Seb Larson for this didn't we I almost feel like every time you know one of our players do a slight little fell There's no, nobody really goes over it's the right. ref and says anything to him and, and you know you need to do that because the opposition players are doing it and there's been a couple of games at the stadium like this season where I've been in my seat furious and shouting at the ref and you just think but none of the players are doing it None of the players are down there and you know, rightly or wrongly it makes a difference, doesn't I mean, it? You're, you're
3: in the E and you're planting the seed all the time. Gucci's been a bit twisty at times, hasn't he? But that's probably about it, really. I thought you were going to say something. I side. know, I was taking no. a drink of my can so I was uh, forced <laughs> into
1: silence there. You can say something. Yeah, we're looking at you, Mickey.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, um, well, to be pressure. be, honest,
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll just, be better, better, very insightful, whatever this is. Well, I'll just basically <laughs> echo what Gareth was saying so that no, wasn't insightful at all. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, well, well that I don't, good, That was a good bit,
3: wasn't it? <laughs> yeah.
0: I was, I don't know I no, you we know, don't. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, can't be bothered to do that. To that. Um,
1: look, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't want to be negative, and I, uh, although I am saying that, you know, I, I thought Bradford were dreadful. Um, as much as us holding on the lead we was down to that, as, as much as anything, um, but it was nice to come through because we were so in control of the game. And then, when suddenly, none of us really seen what was happening at the time. I think for the penalty and you just see the ref go over, send somebody off, give a penalty, and you just thought, I can't believe that we are somehow going to throw this game away. Yeah,
3: you're thinking it's going to be probably 2-0, and then we're hanging on for the point um, again.
2: But that save just had such a galvanising effect yeah. on everybody. Though. Right, I mean, you saw the reaction of the players straight away, because they would have been thinking the same, like internally thinking, oh, so like another point, that, and then that would arguably be like seven points, with sorry, six points were thrown away in a week with like goals we've conceded mm-hmm. and when we've surrendered control of the games, then all of a sudden he saves a penalty and you've got a tangible reward to hang on to. Mm-hmm. And like when you play, it doesn't matter what, what level of foot you play, if you have a tangible reward at the end, it's so much easier to motivate yourself and put your bodies on the line and get through the last sort of 25 minutes. And I think we did that exceptionally well. A player who I think has gone under the radar a little bit, but I think when he came on on Saturday, I thought he was very good with George Honeyman? He didn't do anything particularly outstanding but I just think like he's um he put a lot of pressure on their back four harassed him constantly and his use of a ball was quite good as well but he had us and we ran the clock down quite well so mm. he, he was he he, a, he, a bit, player isn't he
1: like, like I don't think anybody's ever said he isn't for, for certainly for this level but
3: he was streetwise when he came on and thought he did like you were saying like he, he him and Chris Maguire in particular were very streetwise mm. um you know, maybe that's where we're falling down with our red cards, as we haven't. You know, is there an argument to say, and people say, "Well, I don't like this, I don't like that." If people do it, but it was an argument to say, yeah, you can clearly see power gets stood on. Why don't? Why doesn't power just like jackknife all over the floor and start grabbing his ankle mm. and <laughs> waving like that with his arm in the air, mm. shouting at the linesman, and draw attention? For the better
1: the listeners, Gareth waved his arm. But in the
3: it's a, a, yeah. it's. A, it's People say, "Well, it's, you know, it's not nice to get." Well, I don't think standing on people's ankles is a nice part of the game. And then someone gets sent off for, uh, um, you know, lashing out on the floor, not being con. Now, I don't think the Oviedo red card, stupid to kick out. But I don't think elbowing people in the face is a very nice part of the game. Like Ian Henderson did, uh, Lyndon mm. Gucci the way. That's week. what same. You know, not, I have not like... enough of it. So
1: you're saying power yeah. could have made them all that, and the other players. But he's obviously not
3: that ment- mentally. He's obviously mm. not that kind of player. Yeah. that he's gonna. He's, he's he's definitely not the kind of player who's going to start diving. Chris Maguire might No, be the not kind diving. Player. I mean, he got might, stamped on, you know. but the
1: other players as well running over the ref. And just, he's just stamped on him. I guess I think the, I'm just guessing that, no that I'm missing Seb last. I think the balls that's nowhere near, ball's
3: the, down, the, yeah. the fact that there was the balls nowhere near the incident. So that's probably why that doesn't happen. Mm. Um, but he could he could have uh, you know rolled about a bit. But nobody's. I don't think Sunderland are going to actively encourage each other to. As a club to do that, I don't think it, it, it would. I think people would rather we just kind of forgot it and moved on. But it's it's one it's one thing breeds another thing in it. You've, you've got you've got to get to a point where you're like, well, if we're gonna get out of the league, we've got we need to gain an advantage wherever we possibly can.
1: And th- this game has probably served them really well in that they've. Come out the other side with three points, especially when they've been they've not been able to get over the line in these games. And uh, you know, the uh, Bradford's quality aside, it will be it'll be big for them. That
2: yeah, I mean that win for me has turned the start of the season from a pretty decent start to like a very good start. Um Because you look now, we're third yeah. in the league, we're only four points off top, and a point outside the automatic. When you consider. Everything has happened at the club. That's an excellent start, really. But if, particularly with the international break coming up, with us not having a game against Blackpool, we wouldn't have had an opportunity to rectify it had we drove a game. Mm. And you'd be talking about going on to the back of that with three draws on the bounce where we should have probably won every game. And then suddenly you start thinking people blowed out of all proportion and say, oh, it's like a poor start. We can't hold on to Leeds. Like we're fragile, blah, blah. But just the fact we got a win, particularly in the circumstances like that, it just shows that we do have like the, like the grit that you need in this league to like get promoters.
1: <laughs> yeah, what do people think of the defensive partnership, Flanagan and Baldwin? I like I like Flanagan. they mm-hmm.
2: yeah. have conceded three
1: in, in two, um, and you know the goal we conceded was a bit soft, but he's composed. He likes to tackle. He reads the game well. well you know. Excellent after the penalty. And one well, one. Th- this is the thing as well. Like so, we we obviously Bradford have the penalty. We are. Uh, Behind the other goal, either on the pitch, I didn't even really celebrate the save. It because it came yeah. straight yeah. Back, back out to, to Payne, and it looked like he had an open goal. And I, I kind of went, went you, yeah, yeah. but I didn't really celebrate because I thought, well, he's, gonna, he's just going to knock that in the open goal there. And then you just saw Flanagan come flying in to divert the ball away from a corner, which was as good as the penalty save, really.
2: I mean, that sequence to me remind, you know it reminded me of. Can you remember the Norwich game under Allardyce when we stirred up? and there was a claim to something and Catamore was going around yeah, like yeah, high five, yeah, everyone like yeah. beating like beating his chest and that and that moment for me, it could be if we get promoted, it could be a season, a moment sorry we look back on with great fondness, just seeing like all of them running over the Flanagan. And in a sense I felt a little bit sorry for the for Flanagan, the keeper, because he, especially like someone who used to play in goal myself, like you make a penalty save and that's like your moment as a goalkeeper, that's almost like scoring a goal. And then everyone's running over the defender. who's made the clearings, like, "Hang on, lads! I've just saved the penalty here. Like, <laughs> give me a bit more attention." He's, like, he's funny.
3: He's though. He kind of he's like an accountant or something, and he <laughs> playing football. Do you know what I mean? Like, he Very does that in the week? Does that in a week? And then on the, on the weekend, he does. Uh...
2: What
1: you d- d- judging this just on like looks, So yeah, just just the way he carries himself. He just.
2: He, I strikes me the type of person he'll get like ready salted crisps in the mail deal from Tesco? <laughs> Like a bottle of water. Oh, well,
1: that's his favorite flavor. Is really solid. Well, that's
2: not the flavor, <laughs> is it? I think it's
1: weird. No, I agree. It's no, I like, the like a, 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 it's a base level uh, <laughs>
2: seasoning. <laughs> that like bottle of mineral water with like a just ham sandwich and email. Like that's mm-hmm. John McLaughlin's.
3: I'd imagine he would like shake everybody's hand in the dressing room before the game and that, and after the game and congratulate them individually. I right, but when, he definitely when, go- people, when people celebrate, he'd go over to his own teammates and tell them to calm down. Tell we've got a long way to go.
2: Yeah, he definitely would be a handshake guy, not a high five guy yeah, as well. Definitely. So, kind of at the opposite end of the scale to
1: Chris McGuire. Yes, is that what we're saying? Chris
3: McGuire would be like a, running near your room in the middle of the night, naked and like <laughs> yeah, put his would. genitals in your face he kind would, of guy. Me, absolutely, would be yeah. that
1: guy, wouldn't he? Yeah,
3: definitely somebody <laughs> who's been on stag do's. He's a guy when you go, you know, when you go on someone's stag do and there's an old mate, and they turn up and they've got like you know, a bottle of like all of these elaborate uh, drinks that they brought with them and they make everyone drink them at like 10 o'clock in the morning before you've even started doing anything. He's that guy.
1: Got The guy who gets you thrown out of everywhere. Mm. Like a lot of guys in one stag group.
2: But it's never quite his fault, though. If <laughs> yeah, he, he's, the, in, he, he's the instigator. He coaxes it.
1: Like constantly people have got to go up yeah. to the, the bouncer who threw him out or the group of lads you start a fight with and say, <laughs> He's all right, you know. Honestly, like, <laughs> no, happens, he's, no, he's, no. He's, he's all right normally, you know.
3: What happens is he gets to stay in, and everybody else gets kicked out. <laughs> That's what happens. He's that guy, don't you think? Yeah, yeah I don't definitely. know. I
1: could say shouting in the street, and his mates pushing him away from. No, from I think he, I think further trouble. I think
3: he's too cheeky for that. I think it's a bit. He's, he's less obvious mm. in his. Uh, in, it would be less obvious in his in his ways.
1: You can get away with that when you, when you play him well can't great. your fans do like that but if you're not, if you're not playing well the team's not playing well and you're not playing well, that, well individually you, you, incident, you, you know you're, it's a, you're on a fine line there
3: that incident at the end he, he was gonna you knew for like he smashed a lad on the line when he you know, went into the tackle you could see it coming a mile off you knew all he was gonna do but then to get up and just laugh at the guy's <laughs> face <laughs> you saw it that, like he was right, kind of right in front of us in, 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 yeah it was great Um you know, now he's, he seems to have found a yard from somewhere that he didn't have five games ago. Maguire, um, he seems to have just gone up a level. And I, I was when Lee, how he was on the other week, made a comment about he's looked at him and thought, Yeah, I think that's a player we can play in the championship. And I thought, I can't see that. But since then, I feel as though he has gone up a notch. And like looking at him now, I think he probably, you know, like based on what we saw last year. The kind of players we came up with against, he could absolutely play at that yeah. level. I mean, for, Sa- for us maybe, maybe not for someone else, but for us because I think he, I think we as a club and the support give him the edge, give him that extra, and maybe that's why no, yeah. dis, no disrespect to, off, to bury, off, but he? maybe yeah. that's why it didn't work there. I mean, it's just for me
2: going away from like he's just blatant shithouse as well. He. Um, I liked how like clever he was in terms of like the way he used his body to win free kicks and like draw fouls and like kind of like, use the ball. It was really really good, particularly when you're trying to see a game. i this five minutes left. If you know, you get the ball and almost like buy you a free kick sixty yards away from your goal. It's like gold dust, really.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did that about three times mm-hmm. in the last an injury time at the weekend. Um, yeah, you you know he's he's been since he had that little well, since he was dropped. Um, he's come back in he's looked he looked decent before but now he looks a key player who you could never you need to find a place for on the team every week regardless and he's earned it you know he was sensational against Peterborough and you know he was very good in a different way at the weekend he did all the horrible stuff at the weekend whereas the Peterborough game it was all bit, you know shown off really you know showing off his ability on the ball and then at the weekend it was about the horrible side of the game mm. you know if he can do both well and you know you, you've got people like, like that in your team you'd hate him if he was playing against yeah
1: absolutely but it's about time adding one of those players isn't it like Larson but he's doing more on the pitch yeah. than Larson did you um, don't
3: know what I can't help
1: it well it speaks for itself doesn't it that we all miss Seb uh, <laughs> you clearly do we'll maybe. have a little break now so I'll go and think about Seb for two minutes and then um <laughs> we'll come back and we'll, we'll go on more about the yeah uh, The game game we're missing uh, this weekend. That was semi-intentional, Michael.
0: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details.
1: Right, so that is an international break this weekend. Um, Looking at the league table, as I am now, it's getting a bit compact from... Well, you could argue from 8th upwards really. Luton are in an 8th and they're only 5 points behind Peterborough who are in 2nd. So there could be a lot of movement um, should some of those teams win this weekend. Sunderland could find themselves falling a few places um, which isn't anything to worry about if, you know, with that game in hand. But um, it's looking interesting down there now. At least the gaps shrunk a little bit. Although, are you seeing that when people were saying, celebrating the me and saying, oh, Peterborough have lost. But it was Barnsley who beat them. Mm. And Barnsley are going to be above Peterborough this season, I don't think there's any doubt about that. So it I wasn't maybe as great as a result as people I mean, make out. Psychologically,
3: it Peterborough, you know, they've lost to Portsmouth, they lost to Barnsley. They drew with us and really they should have lost the game. I mean, they should have won the game and they went down to 10 men and they didn't. And then they were 2 1 down and they've managed to get an equaliser. Um, so psychologically for them you know it won't be
1: great they do it every year by all accounts yeah, Barnsley think- look good though. come on they, 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 they went they, went, and, they <coughs> went to Bradford earlier I know Bradford were awful in the, even worse than they are now unbelievably I think they won four there they won four Peterborough at the weekend and uh- I've got Game and th- hand would take them above us as well
2: I've got a the Peter and Mike capitulates worse than ever this season just because of a manager he just seems like a really unstable guy and I just think that if things start to go like wrong we will just go we'll just go massively wrong because he just can't handle it I just can't say oh you're like like yeah. kind of arrest the slide I mean I've seen like loads of like people who's played in teams like managed by Steve Evans come out and make like comments about him being like openly celebrating his sacking and that and putting it on social media like it's he's obviously not a popular person I just think that once like, things start going a little bit wrong I've got a and they could really slide Peterborough.
1: Mm. Would league positions worry anybody? Because Barnsley, Walsall, Doncaster now I don't know if any of those three are playing each don't other.
3: Doncaster have had a bad week after having a very good spell. Scunthorpe,
1: Bizarrely, they're quite high up now aren't they? They are 12th.
3: Got new on manager 12th, haven't points.
1: but again so, if Doncaster and I don't, again I don't know if Walsall, Barnsley, Doncaster any of those are playing each other but if they're not and they all win Sunderland will fall a sixth at the weekend which you know grand scheme of things we've got a game and everything but you know we, we, we want to stay a bit tighter at the top two we do,
3: but you know you'd, you'd hope that you know the, some results are gone out it's for better it for us or, isn't
1: it with with the player situation yeah
3: it is at the moment with the injuries and, and everything. we get a bit of a, a freebie um, yeah. it
1: was interesting when Jack Ross was asked about it and he said it didn't hold and he you know he didn't hold anything back when he said, "Oh yeah, we don't want to be with, with, without. I don't want to be without my first choice goalkeeper." <laughs> I was thinking, well, our oh, Robin Wright would be sitting there. Oh, cheers, man!
3: Robert to be fair, Wright did all right in that check a trade game. and Obviously, on the penalties, did well. Mm, so. But
1: Ross could have like dressed that up and said, "Oh, no, we're we'll missing a few players. It'll give us a chance to get players back." But when he was asked about it, he says, "Oh yeah, no, no, I want my keeper playing, yeah." <laughs>
3: but he did. I mean, he's massive. Only he? for you know, he's a, it's would a Would we've been mid-
1: mid-table championship if he was around last season? We, would have, we wouldn't have been relegated it's, we, no we, see, right because there's something else as well It's because last season was, the goalkeeping situation was so bad you forget that your keeper's supposed to make two or three good saves a game <laughs> you know it's not normal that a goalkeeper doesn't make a good, uh, good uh, save in a game like you're not supposed to say right he didn't so say you lose 2-0 and you lose 1-0 and it's not the, the goals aren't really the keeper's fault that keeper's still not doing enough because keepers are supposed to keep you in the game. That's why they're there. And every goalkeeper in every game makes at least one good save. We didn't have any of that last season. Yeah, it, not only that, that was compounded by the goals
2: were the keeper's fault. Yeah, I mean, they got the stage last season where Jason Steele had like two average games at the end of the season. I'm talking about he just didn't throw the ball in the back of the net. Like, and honestly, people was like trying to convince themselves, like Gordon, oh well, he might be all right. They was just like, no, absolutely not. Like, just because he's like not like been a complete poop mm. for two games, That's great does word, not like just does not mean that like he should be pe- like anywhere near I mean, so. the team. So
3: even the Burton game, he was at fault for the <laughs> for the winning goal in the Burton game where he punched, punched it straight back in the middle of the box from the save. Um you you might be right. I think it's, you know, it's.
1: it's a, but, I'm yeah. glad in a way now, I think, to be honest.
3: Glad of it. Glad, glad of the relegation. it It feels like we're
1: cleansing ourselves, though, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> it does feel like that, doesn't it? It's yeah.
3: great at the end, you know, that, you know, it's easy to enjoy it when you're winning it, and, you know, people should enjoy it when they're winning. The kit, you know, they're all coming over, and, you know, I thought McGeoch did really well when he came on. I think he probably had his best game for some Well,
1: that's the scenario that's made for him come on and just settle the keep game the keep get... all of the ball yeah.
3: for a little bit but he did well he did He did really well and he's going to be in for four games now he's thought um, obviously Honeyman comes into the equation maybe he would be tempted to play Honeyman in the two with, with Catamore, I don't know because um, Sinclair's played so well since he's come in um, McGeady I'd like to see more end product. I know he, he has, hasn't had fo- any football four months so. and I think I'd, to be fair it's only 12 games in so I know on a game to game basis it's easy to make sweeping sort of generalizations about individuals but we're not gonna know the crux of it really after twenty five games, really how we're have seen players how, how are they gonna contribute to this side. Um and seen enough from the, the ones they would like to see more from the thing, yeah, that we will we'll get something from them. Like we've seen with Sinclair, he's going into it. McGeok's going into it a little bit. McGee once he gets up and firing, you know, the the end product will come because he scored what, eight Goals last season Was it Eight nine goals Last season Created a number of goals um, um, You know he's capable
2: of I didn't think He had a fantastic game the weekend You talked about Sinclair there And I think what I've been Surprised with Sinclair Is that since he's Come in obviously He came through like The academy system I think it was at like Liverpool wasn't at one stage And got on their bench Quite a lot so I was expecting him to be like a player who had like a lot of technical ability, but wouldn't necessarily like the kind yeah, of to mix it up. To that, mix yeah. it up, but actually I've been very pleasantly surprised. I'd almost think that he was just like a good League One player would sign from a club, and that's not a detriment to his ability at all. All I'm saying is his mentality. I've just been really impressed with, and I just I was delighted that he scored the goal against Peterborough because he just looked like a player, and that's a cliche. But you just think he needs a goal in him, yeah. and then then now hopefully he can go on a bit of a run and.
3: Yeah, um, his physical the physical side of the game I was surprised. I was I didn't realise he'd be as, you know, up for getting involved. Right. Um I know it's been a criticism of Madjid, but you know to ludicrous because he scored nine goals <laughs> in twelve games. I mean, if you if you rooting around and like have a pop at somebody who scored nine goals in twelve games, you need to do something else for your life.
2: I tell you what, Mind, I don't think he's been given anywhere near enough credit for a goal, my magic, no, regardless he meant of, it, of course he did. Yeah, like, diverted it intentionally. I, I mean, the way like the way he shaped his body was just like it was really it was really clever. Whether it, whether you think it's handball or not, I don't think it no, was well, like. No, but, but even, but even if it was, though, just even the fact he even had the presence of mind to shape his body in such a way to like divert into the goal, it was just really impressive for like a nineteen-year-old. It
3: was. Well, he's, you know, he's got a football brain, you know, greater than his age. You know, he's always shown that. You know, I think that's why he looked better in withdrawn areas in, in mm. the younger, you know, the younger sides because he he sees things, he drops deep, picks the ball up, turns, he can pick passes. You know, he's he's got a very good football brain and I never really thought he'd be a natural finisher, like when I saw him in the younger... No, I didn't. You no, know, he looks more like a, I, Obviously, like a
2: bento-type player, yeah. someone who plays with I, withdrawn. but... Ironically, in the under-23s, I was always relatively impressed with his hold-up play. So, it just, yeah. you know what I mean? So, he's completely kind of changed his game since yeah. he's had a good run in the but first finished,
3: You know, his finishing's outstanding. You know, he scored goals with the right, goals with the left foot, with his chest, with his head... <laughs> You know, you know, all different kinds of all different kinds of goals. Um I mean his goal against Peter was absolutely outstanding. You know, the way the ball hits the net, it's like he's put it in the only place. I mean, I sit sort of quite low down in that east stand and it was the only place he could put the ball in the net and it stayed hit. And he's just rolled it and smashed it with his left foot but with precision. Um, you know, he he's got a lot of good things in his lot, of, and you just gotta hope
1: he signs a contract. <laughs> well
3: yeah, you gotta hope he signs a contract and you gotta hope if we if we do go up. That we keep I would say keep faith with him. Yeah. You know, the the temptation's there to think, oh we'll bring this person in, that person in. Maybe what we should do is someone like Madra is say, right, well we'll bring a player in on loan in a Ford area who we know can do a job but we say to them you'll be fighting for your fighting for your place with madja
2: I think at them Jack Ross, I think he's very clever in terms of the way man manages them because it was quite well like reported that we had an opportunity to get another striker in during the window and people now, with hindsight, with the uh, Charlie White injury are saying it was a mistake not to. But the argument Ross said with, when Madge had, had a good start, he didn't want to knock his confidence and he, in the exact quote I heard, was apparently Ross said I want a tournament with a £10 million striker. So that's a if he clearly has in Madge and I can't see him. Like, well, in, the, pro- in this inflated <laughs> market, <laughs> would worth that
3: now? Yeah, probably, he probably would be at 19.
1: <laughs> Sunderland, um, can't drop to six this weekend. I'm looking at the fixtures. So you're playing. at on playing. I don't, don't know why. If it's international or something as well. But I heard it who was to be I can't work that out.
3: Are they not going to tell you on the Sunday or something?
1: No, they, um, no because it's just Saturday games. Just, no Saturday no. and then next, the Saturday afternoon, then Tuesday. So Wallsall on playing. Uh, Portsmouth are at Wimbledon. Accrington can draw level with Sunderland on points, yeah, and well, they're at home they? to Bradford. We've established our very good at football, so um you know can't go above because the goal difference is Did you, you know, know that, well that we've got us.
3: the second best home record in the league?
1: No. I was
3: just cute I was just we were talking about this on the on the megabus on the way back and Craig home pointed megabus. Craig pointed out that uh, we've got the second best home record in the league. I thought league. you said the best. No second best. Right. Um I, so on the on it. the way down, Craig definitely said the best leg, like, but maybe maybe it's changed on the Sunday. there has been games, and not <laughs> there? We hadn't played at home. True. Um, mm. we've got the second best home record in the league. I Think we've got eleven points. Mm. Um, so, actually, I know I know people have been worried about the home form, but you know, if we're it's, it's unbeaten. A, <laughs> yeah, we're unbeaten, and we've just got the second best record. So,
1: Peterborough are at Scunthorpe and Doncaster are at Rochdale.
3: It's going to start having a bit of a resurgence. I don't know if they're chuckling at the I can't remember. Um, Barnsley would hold my looting. You would fancy that one. It's an early
1: to, to
3: me. Yeah. Um, Barnsley, I think, have got the physical attributes that I'd be worried about. every team in the league, Barnsley would be a team be worried about playing.
2: Yeah. They didn't have much change during the summer, did no. they, Barnsley? But basically had a tailor made League One squad and they just haven't. And they beat us last season twice. Well, Exactly, last one, but yeah. And mm. they've
3: got, you know, they've got some good physical, you know, good, decent, Potts looks a good player. Um, Moncur, I think was another one who looked quite good against us. Um, they replaced um, McBurney with Kiefer Moore, who's scored a lot of goals. So, they're definitely the I, like you. I'd never thought about the, the Peterborough because I was obviously thinking, "Oh, great, Peterborough got beat," but never really thought. Yeah, well, it was, it was the Barnsley, Barnsley. Yeah, um, maybe a draw would have been the, the uh, result in that game.
1: Barnsley going to finish above Peterborough. It's, there's, there's no doubt in my mind about that. When do we play sure. Barnsley? Do we know?
3: <coughs> is it? New, is it? Uh, around great new year, is levels it? of research. Is, is it around New, new Year? Is it around Christmas time? It might be. It was New Year's Day last
2: season.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know it. We've got. um Portsmouth, haven't we, on the 23rd of December or 22nd of December or something, so that'll be, you know, well, it's a long way to go, I mean, Portsmouth might not be there, we might not be there, we might be five points ahead or something, you don't know, so early in the season, um, even though it's a quarter of you know, the way through the season.
1: 27th of November, we played Barnsley at home. At home? Yeah. yeah. Well,
3: you'd the want 22nd of Portsmouth
1: away. 27th of December? December, yeah. yeah. Okay. Bradford Boxing Day is a good one, isn't it? On paper, that's the one. I tell you what, we said we're going to give someone a good
2: in this season. I yeah. will right, we'll open the top two for that game as well. You You know, the, it's always a popular one, is Boxing, Boxing Day. Day, especially if we're still like in the round, like the promotion places, I can definitely say. Because what's a low ball hold? 36. 36, I can definitely say it. I can, <laughs> can definitely say that. The no, way fans aren't factored into the low ball, I remember,
1: as well. That's got to be all home fans.
3: If you're not, you won't be able to see, but Steve just did the low ball gesture. That did swirl around with my hand, the low ball, low ball, the low up ball up gesture. Upper ball, up because it's only half. Not a ball intently it's only half, <laughs> is it? Upper
1: tiers. Mm. You could be right, we'll see. That'd be good. We're getting ahead of ourselves now. Shall we, does anybody else have anything we would like to bring up before we wrap things Rode up? We've got a match yeah.
3: tomorrow. To
1: yeah, be, mm. Take it on. seriously. Well, <laughs> mm. I'll go a ticket for the Lightly Point, I will be going anywhere. Yeah, but they've moved yeah. it back to the uh, the, the, the East, the east yeah. stand They're like just sh- shoving it from one side to the other, don't they? For of yeah. crack.
3: Yeah. A lot of injuries so, or, or yeah. suspensions or international call ups. Mumber
1: and oh nine, perhaps, or I don't know, Mumba's Mumba's away is he ways,
3: Well you could have we're we'll talking about this one was probably right there. Um Matthews Baldwin, Ozurk, James, 0-9, James, Catamol, Honeyman could all play in there. McGeeock, he's, he's
1: not going to risk um, McGeeock and Catamol, surely.
2: McGeedy, Rob is, 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 is it for Robson fit?
1: He was on the bench, yeah, so yeah. he's not going to play Catamol and McGeeock when Pell was out now for five games. I think he should play McGeeock. I wouldn't personally. I would. Pell was out for five games now.
2: Yeah, well, so I'm you're going to stop playing them playing trading game. as well, just to make sure we don't get injured. Like, no, that's, it, it, not, that's not the same thing. Wrap with cotton ball Like, <laughs> no, can't I leave mean, you. All can't... right, you sound like me. Darn now.
3: <laughs> Miguel needs, needs games, so I'd be playing them. Yeah,
2: mm. I, I think he did, Yeah, not
1: sure.
3: I agree. I'm looking forward that's... to
2: seeing um, Kim play playing the full ninety minutes because he just is that what's going to happen? Is it? Well, he, but logically, he's the only striker like on the club's books at the minute, pretty much. isn't he? so well, Magia. I think he'd play Magia.
1: He going to play
3: magic
2: but Magia's injured. Is he? Yeah. Well, like, he's, he's not like not long term. Revelation to me. I no, but like no, I listen revelation. to Ross's presser before I come, and um, both Sinclair and Madger, have like picked up knocks, and obviously, if we're, and obviously like I'm just not risking them for the Moronais.
3: Maybe we're just saying he's got a knock. Also, can so spring surprise. No,
2: just so we
3: can get away, no, so can get away with not paying paying that fine. Because if you think if you have too many changes, they make you fine you or something stupid like yeah. that. No,
2: just a point about Kimi because from what I've seen, in, even in the twenty threes, he's either absolutely magic or absolutely dreadful. Like he just. He just goes and he's like, as he runs. He's very raw, <laughs> isn't he? Nah, he? I love watching them like he just seen quite erratic. Yeah, yeah fantastic. He was
3: loved it at the end of that peak and he ran the <laughs> ball down that side and he was just like giving it at giving it the beginning. He was like, this is me chance. <laughs> <laughs> the worst, one of the worst step roles I've ever seen.
1: Well, <laughs> but hopefully takes it and somebody needs to. I, I would like to say Luke nine
3: I think everyone would like to see him do something, something you know, yeah. when he plays because when he has played it's looked a little bit like he doesn't. He doesn't know what his actual role is in the team. Mm. Maybe you should play him where he played for Wickham last season. Say right, just do what you did last year. You know, play play a natural game because he's played in multiple areas. Mm. When he's played, it'd be nice maybe just to say, well, let's see what you can do. And if is- he's
1: alongside Ethan Robson, he might be able to do that because Robson might be able to let him sort of just get forward and, and then arrive in the box later. All right,
3: we are.
1: Will a, a guy bit now. from the
3: Royal oh, Navy advert be there tomorrow night?
1: What the car? It's born, born in, Carl born in, Carl in, Carl in Carlisle. Carlisle. It's Him. terrible, isn't it? I don't know. What do you think of Carlisle? Everybody just references that advert when you mention Carlisle. <laughs> yeah. cause well, the accents got, that barred. They've got to
2: be famous for something, haven't they? Let's be realistic. Mm,
1: yeah. Carlisle. So, worst football violence. They, they used to get passed between England and Scotland, didn't they? were was the city that England
2: would give to Scotland. I think. I wish for North East. I've heard some
1: historian now come on and tell me I'm wrong, but I'm sure that's the
2: crap. I wish for North East would do that with Middlesbrough. Just give them to Yorkshire. (laughs) Have it over and done with.
1: It used to be Yorkshire,
2: didn't it? Give Newcastle to Scotland. Mm, yeah. Quite like Scotland, like
3: yeah, no, sort so so of. Oh, well. I just won't like that bit after giving it. <laughs>
1: it's going gonna, it's gonna to be uh, a while since we're back on now because there's no game to preview. so when I, I, I don't think know, There to talk, there might or not. might not be a, a podcast on. Film, I mean, surely
2: yeah. you need an outage just to review the Carlisle game, such so <laughs> yeah. of levels of excitement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I think yeah, there might. Well, hopefully, they do. It'd be good for me as a fan to listen. They're to, talking about do. so,
2: doing some sort of Chris podcast. I, I, so I can
1: get on board with that as well if they want to do that. We can all get on board with that. McGuire special Maguire's on Thursday. Special. Uh, we won't be back Monday because there's no game um, to review. Review, yeah. Uh, third next Thursday is the Jack Ross. It is Q and A at the Peacocks. So will we? Out. Will Frankie? In the, no, they'll be there, won't unless be unless there, they? Unless they want to do, unless so. they want to do like a Wednesday one or something.
3: I'm still trying to work out the logistics of if I can record it or not. Right. I was going to do it at the film before We might, might
1: bring you the Jack Ross Q and A. Yeah. We're not gonna, we're not gonna bring you the Elliot and, and Kyle stuff because no. some stuff should be just for the people who've, who've turned up on the night. But we'll be back, so we we'll let you know. If we, you follow if us on social if media, if you keep an eye on your podcast. If you're a podcast, uh, parasite. You can't, you can't get
3: access to the uh, exactly to the, to the Kyle and the Elliot.
1: Exactly, that's the line we're using. Thanks for listening.